everyone, and welcome to episode 133 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yeah, Manny, I have a, a story I need to, to tell you. Oh, good. Okay. Let's go. I'm ready. Okay. I need to really set this up. So, it, um, just envision I'm out. I'm out on a walk. I'm I'm walking, and I, I got I got music playing, and okay. you know, I got the Spotify doing its thing, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's just playing random music and stuff. And then all of a sudden, this song comes on, and I'm like. I think that was the Super Mario like one up sound and then like a coin sound. Okay. And I was like, that's weird. And then like the song starts playing and I'm like, I think this is Kesha. Yeah. <laughs> and then I look it up. And I look up, grab my phone. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's Kesha. And it's this song called Birthday Suit. But then it gets really weird, Manny. Okay. And this is my favorite part of the song. About probably about 45 seconds into the song or so Mm -hmm. she just starts rapping and while she's rapping and she's not very good at rapping she's not a very good rapper that makes sense um she's rapping about like you know her and this guy are going to be in the birthday suit but then the super mario brothers theme song is playing in the background the do 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 and i am a very big fan of the song and i needed to tell you that is so weird i i need you to listen to the song after the podcast i will have to listen to it after the podcast this sounds not great but i'm ready no it's actually it's good i i'm a big fan okay it it has potential to be your new favorite kesha song wow that's <laughs> that's a high bar that we're reaching here no i just i had to tell you because it's just like this is so weird i i i'm really sorry it just came to my attention now because it's been out mm. like over a year and mm, i mm. i'm sure you're very disappointed in me for not i am as the year. world's number one kesha fan you should have let me know sooner than i this. should have uh this one slipped by me and then it just like started playing when i was out on my walk and i was like what is this song <laughs> sweet yes so i i as i said i thought you would at least appreciate it and i think when you listen to it you're just gonna oh i bet this is just wild i bet i bet Mm -hmm. i will think that Mm -hmm. uh my thing is i built a computer which is not nearly as wild as kesha rapping and (laughs) a mario sound but i (laughs) finally got my fucking processor from china and uh now we're here on a new computer right now have you played any games on it yet i have played dj max respect and genshin impact so really pushing it to its upper limits so far uh dj max is really poorly optimized and i had Mm. to figure out how to fucking fix it again because it has so many weird issues with like constant screen tearing right nothing is fucking happening except a video playing in the background uh i did fix it so now it works right but it was just one of those things where it's like i have to find which combination of random settings makes this correct oh good good uh and then genshin i was is able to run at max everything constantly always all the time but it doesn't make it look that much better because of the art style so it's just like that sure is more bushes who's ready Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything in specific that I want to play on it. I think I will end up buying Baldur's Gate three when I don't have other games to play. Can I make a suggestion? 
sure. and I know it would take a really long time for you to download. Yeah, but Forza Horizon. Oh, Forza! I didn't think about that. I should have. I started a couple games overnight, but they were not graphically intensive games. So I, I just want to because, like, you've seen the Series X, and yeah. I, I think like, I think it would be very interesting to see like like the Series X to like a higher end PC, like that comparison. Mm-hmm. And that's something you can hop in and just play a little bit and just be like, all right, I, I just kind of want to see how this looks. Cause like you've yeah, seen, yeah. like you've seen it on mine. So I'm kind of curious to see, although like you, oh yeah, you do have like higher end monitors now. So like you're good there too. Yeah. I could play the medium, I guess, and see how that is. But yeah, but uh... you already know, like at least Forza you'd have. Like, well, at a, least a, Forza I have a reference, reference. but like I, I mean, my old computer wouldn't have even been able to run the medium. I guess I could download Control as well, uh, because one. Control is one of the ones that actually has ray tracing in mm. it, and this card is meant for ray tracing. So, another one that you never went back to was Ori. I did, but that's not going to help. I can't. The nothing about this card will make Ori look better, other than the game already looks really good. What do you mean? I mean, the game already looks really good. Yeah, but you can play it. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, but I could have played it before. I'm I'm just saying I want to test the the hotness. Mm. I need like I think I need to download Baldur's Gate three, mm. and just really go to town. Have like 900 people on screen or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's weird because it's like I built it in record time. I built it in like an hour. Um, oh, well. and it works. other than the part where i accidentally installed the wrong version of windows and then had to like reinstall it because it was mad that i I, i've used the wrong one i don't know windows is stupid that's always my least favorite part and since i have to install windows constantly at work all the time i now hate doing that but everything else about it is sweet yeah but isn't isn't it just like starting it and then just like walking away and just be like well this will get done in like hours uh, it depends. I mean, especially if you're upgrading it, you have to run scripts and stuff. Uh, if you're going from like Windows 7 to Windows 10, at least the way we do it at work, because it's an enterprise thing. Um, well, that should have all been done a while ago. Not necessarily. But it was because, free a while but ago. That, yeah, but that's if you're upgrading from Windows 8, not if you're upgrading from Windows oh. 7. Mm. And old computers can't take Windows 10. So then why are you doing it? Uh, it depends on the computer. See, oh, okay. this is then you, then it's really fun because then you get a mm. new computer and then you fucking install Windows. From can, a... can I just complain to you about BCC for a second or SUNY Broom where you work? Sure. They keep sending me emails about like, because like I went there and they're like, yeah, hey, you're an you alumni. Want, you, do you want to do a virtual alumni event? And I'm like, no, why would I ever want to do this? Okay, well, <laughs> you're, you are now complaining about literally every college because every uh-huh. college does that. And SUNY Broom is probably on the lower end of that. Whereas I, real colleges are like, oh, fuck, do you want to donate like a trillion dollars? Yeah, but the difference is it, like real college to a community college. It's like I have no passion for this community college at all. That's true. But now we're in the esports playoffs. So mm, fucking sweet. we have something to live for. Overwatch or what? Overwatch, yeah. Nice. The NC or the NJCAA? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Uh, Yeah, the playoffs, baby. Where are you in? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, Windows is stupid, but this computer is sick and mm. it works very well so far to play Genshin Impact. So <laughs> everyone can be very excited about that. Mm-hmm. I played it last night and then I'm playing a lot of DJ Max Respect because the battle pass ends in three days and it's triple experience. Sweet. 
and I'm right on the cusp. I'm level 29 out of 30. So we're in there. I just got to play like another hour. I'll be in. Uh, yeah, so we can get into the news. This news uh, news for me popped off every day, all day. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I wanted to start off by just doing a little announcement mm-hmm. uh, that we are doing a, a Arkham Asylum spoiler cast for May 7th. So that's in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let me make sure. Yeah, it should. Yeah, because it's April's 30 days. So, yep, that, that works. Mm-hmm. So it's in two weeks. So if you want to, you know, like play, you can, you know, go back and play that and then just kind of listen to our spoiler cast on Arkham Asylum, which is a it's over 10 years old at this point. It's what, 12 years, I believe. Yeah, I think 12 years. Because I think it came out in 2009. Yes, I believe that is the case. Because I think it was Uncharted 2 and Arkham Asylum were kind of like the two big games from that year. Mm-hmm. both great games both still yes. great games so yes, have yes. you have you played any of arkham asylum yet or are you i have gonna not wait? i have to buy it so oh. i have to find a place to buy it you can get it for your computer <laughs> i can that i think there's ps4 collections that are like mad cheap though that i bought i told you i bought the xbox like and it came with the Arkham Knight, so it came with all three games, and it was fifteen dollars. So yeah, I own Arkham City and Arkham Knight, but Arkham Asylum I borrowed from someone when oh, I played okay. it, so I do not have Arkham Asylum. Mm. But yeah, I will probably. I don't know if I'll play it on PS4 or PC. It, mm. I guess it depends which is cheaper sure. in the end, because they'll uh, both be the exact same experience. Yes, which I mean, either way, you're gonna have to buy the the two pack anyway. Uh, I think I can buy it by itself. I think you. I think it's only un, unless you buy like an older version. But if you buy like the 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 PS4 version, it's both the city mm. and asylum. So maybe I'll just get it on PC then, because it'll basically be free. So. Sure. And then you can just install some mods to like upgrade the graphics yeah, to make it real sick. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Batman. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, Xbox Cloud Gaming is finally starting to move on to you know being being able to run like on PC, aka like a web browser. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I didn't get the email, but it's only going out. It only went out to select uh, users o- this past week. But uh, it seems like uh, the X- Xbox Cloud Gaming is kind of they're slowly kind of moving things along. Which I mean, they they said it was in beta like two years ago or whenever they started it. So. Um, I'm kind of curious. I just kind of want to try try it sometime, mm-hmm. uh, just because, like, why not? Even though I have a Series X, and there's never going to be a time where I would ever use it. Oh yeah, definitely not. Because uh, if I'm ever over at my grandma's or something, like she has the worst internet you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, I could never do cloud gaming with her internet. So. <laughs> I wouldn't be much more likely to just take my Series X over there than to you know, just like hop on her shitty laptop. So, but yeah. it could in theory do it. It but could I, in theory do it. I could in theory do it. Yeah. Uh, so, yep, that's uh, that's the Xbox news for for uh, this week. Oh, also, there's another thing they did, which they announced that you no longer need uh xbox oh, live for to play free to play games which mm-hmm. is 
something they had already said was happening like years ago. So I don't know if they reversed that decision and now are going back on it or what the fuck is happening. I don't know if I, maybe it was like select like Fortnite. You didn't have to. Well, pay. because people were making a big deal about how you needed PlayStation Plus to play free games mm-hmm. recently and you didn't on Xbox. And then I saw this article and was like, wait a second. Yeah, I have no idea. So I wonder if it was only specific games or if they reversed it at some point during the Xbox One era and are now going back on it. I have no idea. I don't. I don't play free to play games. Yeah, well, you can play Genshin Impact. Oh, you can't actually. It's well, yes, I can. It's on PS4 and PS5. I was gonna say I I have a PS4. Yeah, or PC. Uh, but but I don't have playstation plus the ps5 version comes out uh five days from now Ooh, get hype and you can get your own house inside a teapot everybody get hype uh but what so sony over here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. jesus fucking christ they uh put out a statement that they are reversing the decision to close the ps3 and vita stores uh because of the fan passion for mm-hmm. those stores. I this is baffling to me because I don't know why they were even going to close them in the first place. As I said, it had to have been taking up minimal server space. There's no reason for them to do this really other than to just like upset everyone. Do you want to hear my hear a conspiracy theory? The, if the conspiracy theory is they did this to boost sales on those mm-hmm. platforms, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think that's insane <laughs> because there's no way that it was um, worth that. And so I no, do, no. as part of this, I feel bad for a lot of people because mm-hmm. there were specific disc games like the PlayStation Network Hits Volume 1 that was a disc game that had like Tokyo Jungle and a couple other things on it that skyrocketed in price immediately. Oh. And so people were buying it for like $150. And then as soon as this came out, the price <laughs> tanked immediately. And I guess there are a couple games that like are no longer available digitally like uh the suda 51 game uh what the fuck is it shadow of the damned they like took off psn a couple years ago or whatever so that is uh really yeah so that is um that is... That, that costs a shitload now or it has it has for a long time um because that's on ea yeah that's on ea access yes i think it's on the pc and xbox Xbox. or something but i I think the yeah for some reason it was taken off psn like the license ran out or something um and then i I didn't know that one of the launch ps3 games folklore you could never buy on psn and so like people are trying to buy folklore for like a quadrillion dollars (laughs) but you could never buy it on psn it's so weird i so i learned a lot about weird psn or playstation 3 collector's items uh, over the past couple weeks because I was curious like what people were like trying to go for other than like things that uh, only existed digitally. Sure. And, yeah, a lot of weird random discs. I found like things like the license ran out on PSN and there's just a handful of games that cost a fuckload for no real discernible reason. Um, but yeah, so they, they went back on this and like Jim Ryan's whole statement is like, oh my God, our commitment to <laughs> the great brand or whatever the fuck he said. I, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like, it's cool because it means that the fan outcry that this is just abject bullshit. Uh, Which it works. Xbox had to do that semi recently with the Xbox Live like yes. doubling in price. And so it's the same thing. And like, I, so there are things like the Snyder Cut where I think like, <laughs> 
it's not necessarily reasonable for how upset people get about it. Like, because that Justice League came out, it sucked. They believe there was this other version, whatever. Whereas, like, these two are different, even though people, I keep seeing them directly compare the two. Because these are, like, businesses that are doing something that is actively anti-consumer. And it's one of those things where the consumers are saying, we will not accept this. Like, I think the doubling of Xbox Live was fucking wild. Like, there was no sure. reason for that. I think the reason was just pushing people to Game Pass, like Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah, but either way, like, that's just a shitty thing to do sure. when it's been the same price. Well, they raised it for 10 bucks once, but, like, that's not doubling it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was. Yeah. And so, like, it's been the same price forever. There, nothing is changing. So why would that matter? It's not like multiplayer gaming is getting any harder on xbox or anything and like this is just one of those things where like i I get it if if they want to say that the servers are not making them enough money and it's enough for upkeep that's fine but the fact that patches were already being removed from the servers and like you couldn't patch most games anymore like that's insane right and now there's the thing that people figured out that if the cmos battery in the ps4 dies you can play no games at all regardless of whether you're online or offline so in like 10 or so years, PS4s will be literally unusable by everyone. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, and so they claimed now that they are looking into a solution for that uh, because it's one of those things where for some reason they require you to like check in online every so often or something. But most people just don't realize that because they're just online. So yeah, like once a CMOS battery goes out, it well, no matter what, they, it doesn't work. Can't they just at a certain point just like stop that verification they should i mean they should do they should do that now to be honest yeah. like it doesn't I mean, like make, it, it does, shouldn't even be there i i can kind of understand at first just because like i assume people can like rig it and they they like to check that you haven't like illegally put games on the system but like at this point like who cares yeah it's, who cares who cares but i mean like the fact that you can't even play a fucking game off a disc when that happens like sure. what, are you, what are you talking about and like the ps3 had a similar thing where there was uh it was a specific day I remember this because I was in college and I couldn't get on PSN anymore. Uh, And it was like a specific day. Some counter ticked over and like blew up the internal stuff on the PS3 and they had to fix that in like Mm. a giant panic because they're like, oh, my fucking God, no one can get online, (laughs) (laughs) which is insane. Um, So, yeah, Sony's weird about this stuff. I think it's cool that people can still buy Vita games and PS3 games or whatever. The the PSP store, they're still shutting down, but like you haven't been able to buy PSP games from the PSP in a really long time. You have to do it from the website and then like go to your download list and you can download them from the Vita as well, I guess. And as far as I understand, that's very easy to just kind of put whatever games you want. Oh, on for the sure. PSP, it's so. very easy to pirate PSP games. So I, I mean, I, when I did it like 10 years ago, it was really easy. I bet yeah. it's like you fucking click a button now <laughs> and you can just download whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I had to get you before you had to get like really specific third party batteries that would somehow like fuck with it. It's It was really weird. But yeah, the PSP was always really easy to sure. hack, which is, I think one of the reasons why it did so terrible here, other than the fact that it had no really good games. Uh, well, it had movies. <laughs> it sure did have movies. Everybody <laughs> loves watching movies on a screen that big. Yeah um so yeah hey, people I, like watching movies on their phone for whatever reason yeah i know I, I can't do that i do not like that not a fan, not a fan. um so yeah sony uh reverses that that's cool mm-hmm. um 
I would say good for them, but like they shouldn't have done it in the first place. (laughs) Yeah, as I said, they inadvertently made a lot of money as people were just like, oh shit, we got to get on there and buy this stuff. Yeah. So that, that, uh, I, and I kind of wonder if that was part of it, just being like, oh, this, like, we can still make some money on this. Like, I'm not saying like it was some like conspiracy theory, but like they may have realized that like, oh, people still have like somewhat of a passion for for these older games so maybe we should just keep it up yeah and i mean that makes sense e- mm-hmm. either way it's good for people who have playstation products sure um and then the next one you put on here which i read this and i was like what the f-? <laughs> I just i saw it's online a steam update and I just, I just want to read it because it made me laugh. Uh, it fixes a possible crash for users with around 25,000 or more games. So, uh, Manny, there are people out there with over 25,000 games. And apparently the Steam store just couldn't handle it. Uh, but I that is like, <laughs> I don't even understand that. I don't know. I guess if you download like a bunch of free stuff, but like, I don't, it must be awful just trying to maneuver through like that many games to find the game you want to play. Well, so steam has really good filters and stuff. Like now they have it. So you can filter by games you've never played. Mm. Uh, or like you can go by most recent or whatever. So Steam mm-hmm. has a bunch of good filters for that, which everyone else should learn from because holy shit, everything else sucks. Uh, but yeah, 25,000 is a little excessive, <laughs> I would say. Like I have been buying video games my whole life and I never mm-hmm. sell them. And I would say maybe I have a thousand. <laughs> maybe. I mean, like even if you paid $1 per game, you spent $25,000 over the past, what, less than 20 years? Because Steam isn't that old. Uh, since like 2008. Yeah. So 13 years. Or I guess, I guess maybe it came out in 2006 either way. Yeah. 15 years, not anywhere near 20. Like that's, Oh no. And and like, to be fair to maybe some people when steam sales used to happen back then in like 2007, 2008 games were basically free. Sure. Like everything was so wildly on sale. And then like, I have, I have almost 200 steam games and it's because like I used to buy humble bundles for one thing. It'd be mm-hmm. like, well, you got these other 15 games. And it's like, I don't even want this <laughs> shit. Like I just wanted to buy Psychonauts, and now I got all this fucking wild bullshit. Sure. Uh, but yeah, twenty five thousand is like holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh somebody has a problem. Somebody has too much money and they have a problem. That's all. Yeah, that is that, is that is that is wild. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one sucks. Mm-hmm. Jeff Kaplan, uh, the director of Overwatch, has left Blizzard. Um, normally I would just be like, you know what, that's cool, Jeff. You move on and do something else. But because Blizzard has been uh, rumored to be having a very rough time recently, yes. this is, I think, a really, really bad sign for Overwatch Two, which I already did not have that much faith in. Um, because Jeff Kaplan is one of those people that is like, he was that game. I, there are sometimes yeah. he was the director of that game, but more than that, he also was the front facing person for that game constantly. Like he broke every rule of YouTube. 
he every time there was a patch or like a major update, he would sit there in front of a camera and they would record him talking about it for 15 minutes. And that is like the biggest no, no thing you could possibly imagine for YouTube and people's attention spans, but it would, they would get hundreds of thousands of views and like people genuinely like this guy. And like he, he was passionate about the game and passionate about making it better for people. And so the fact that he's leaving now is like pretty worrying, I think for the future of overwatch in general, but specifically overwatch two. And I think it really like highlights that it probably sucks at blizzard right now. Like I, I don't think there's any reason that he would leave unless it was like very bad for him. He could, I mean, he's older, isn't he? he he's not that old. He's got to be like mid forties at most. 48. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just like, he might just be feeling because like the gaming industry is a rough industry where it's just constant uh, crunch. And he's, yeah, I'm sure like, he, I'm sure he's made enough money that like he might be just feeling burnt out. I I don't know. Well, no. And then like there's his statement that doesn't even like have proper punctuation and looks like he was like rushed to write it in like four minutes or something. And just like it all is very weird. And I, tons of people have been leaving Blizzard in general recently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh. So, yeah. I don't know. I I have like no faith in Overwatch two now. So we'll see how that pans out. I mean, like I I, I mean at least Diablo like. Diablo 2, the remake, seems to be pretty good from people playing the beta last week and the week before. So, I don't know. Yeah. My my feeling on Overwatch 2 is it's just going to be Overwatch 1, but with that, like, campaign thing. But Oh, I, I, I mean, I, the campaign thing looks crazy. Like, it looks very ambitious, but if there is not a good director in place to see that through, I don't think it's going to pan out. Uh, I mean, unless that's pretty much all done and now it's just kind of put it all together i guess but it's not coming out this year sure that's fair fair so like i don't know um but anyways then after that they said you know what this week's for manny he needs the news Mm -hmm. and it's time for him to have it on random wednesday they were like hey you know how we said tales of arise was coming out this year we did not lie to you and it's coming out on September 9th. And then they said, as an added bonus, here are some PS5 and Series X versions for you guys. And I said, mm-hmm. yes, it looks like a fucking Tales game. And I have not played a new Tales game since Tales of Gilia 2, like five or six years ago. And it sucked ass and I hated it. And now that that director is gone, we can finally get back to what I want. I am so excited to play this game because the director that was of all the games that I hated in the Tales franchise, he's no longer making them. So uh, I have faith that this one will be better. And they're like trying to do some new things. Like the graphics are pretty vastly improved over what they used to be. Um, And it looks like it's more fully 3d and a little bit more actiony than it had been in the past. Uh, Tales games are all about their battle system. The uh, the plot might be a little bit on the nose. Uh, looks like they're all in like a slave camp. And then they're like talking about like, we've got to get free. And it's like, oh boy, this is something else. Uh, so there are like a hundred trailers for that that they put out. Uh, so you can um, go watch those if you want to see that. September 9th, that is coming out. And then later in the day, I came back from a frustrating work experience Mm. And I went to Gimatsu and I saw an article and I thought I was having a fucking fever dream. The great Ace Attorney one and two 
are coming to the U.S. and Europe July 27th. This is unprecedented. Capcom told me it would never happen. They said the Sherlock Holmes estate is too litigious. They will not do that. And they're like really shitty and don't want Sherlock Holmes to go into the public domain. Uh, Mm -hmm. There is a fan translation of the great Ace Attorney and I have a Japanese copy and was eventually going to uh, use a homebrew patch to play through that. Now I don't fucking have to because the great Ace Attorney one and two are being localized in a collection uh, for the PS4, the Switch and the PC. And everybody's like, where's Xbox? How could they not make an Xbox version? And then someone I saw posted the sales numbers for the Ace Attorney trilogy collection. And it sold 2000 copies on Xbox worldwide. So Mm. they're not making that because it sold like 500,000 on switch and like 400,000 on PlayStation four. Um, so this is fucking crazy. So these are Phoenix Wright's ancient ancestor, ancient being in the time of Victorian London. Sure. Uh, and so his ancestor lives in Japan. So some of the cases take place in Japan and some of them take place in uh, London. And uh, Sherlock Holmes is in it as a character. He is a fucking idiot, but they could not name him that. And they named him Sherlock Holmes for this one and i like that people are people are very upset by that and they're like why couldn't they just name him sherlock holmes and it's because they would have gotten sued into oblivion Uh, yes but like is that enough of an effort uh yes uh because every name in ace attorney is a dumb pun literally everyone except for like the main characters is herlock holmes a pun no but it also they can't get sued for that Okay. Uh, and it'll be, they could say parody, but I, that sure. is the least of my cares. These are apparently two of the best games in the entire franchise. Uh, the second one specifically. So I can't believe this is happening. So they, you've never played them. I have not. They did fuck oh. me over a little bit because I want physical versions of this. And in the U S it's only coming out physically for switch and mm. not PS4. Uh, And then in Japan, they are getting a dual collection that has the Ace Attorney trilogy and this in it. Um, I might import it from Japan, but it's sold out really quick. So I don't know that I'll be able to do that. But um, if anyone likes Ace Attorney, they have to buy this and multiple copies of this. (laughs) Because if I don't get an Ace Attorney 4 through 6 collection, I'm going to freak out. I need the last games in this franchise to be ported from the fucking 3ds to something else. Mm-hmm. They're so good. I love Apollo. I love Ace Attorney. I'm so excited. July 27. Oh, I couldn't, I fucking, I couldn't believe it. Their fucking community manager was always such a dick about Ace Attorney. And we're always like, oh, no one buys it in the U S <laughs> and then they put out the fucking, trilogy and people bought like a trillion copies of it and they were like oh maybe we should localize this oh it's so sick i love capcom they're doing they're doing it for me they're doing it for you it's very exciting and then oh my god judgment everyone's favorite game by the yakuza devs came to the ps5 uh series x and google stadia just a couple days ago and on that same day a website launched uh, and it said something about lost judgment and the countdown will end May 7th. 
Uh, and Lost Judgment was also uh, trademarked in Japan by Sega. Many believe, including me, that this is going to be a sequel to Judgment or a prequel, whatever. It's another Judgment game, I think. Right. That's cool. Also, you can play it on the next-gen consoles and Google Stadia if you so desire. Um, it doesn't like look that upgraded. I think it runs at 60 frames a second, like, kind of like Yakuza mm-hmm. 7. Um, but that's cool. That game rules. Uh, I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, and to end it off, Capcom, they I swear to God, here they better not fuck me on this. I need the Monster Hunter patch to come out because me and Nukio finished all the content in Monster Hunter. They told me, Capcom, said that uh, at the end of the month, the first patch would come out that adds several new monsters and the end game. Uh, and then they announced that they're having a Monster Hunter event on April 27th. And I swear to God, if they don't say the patch is out later today, I'm going to lose my fucking mind because I just want to play Monster Hunter. And so does Nukio. Also, they're going to talk about Monster Hunter stories, too. But that's like coming out in a couple months. So I don't really care. Is that a remake or because like they already did that, right? It is a sequel to the oh, sequel. 3DS game. It is a turn based RPG. It was very fun. Um, Isn't it kind of like Pokemon in some ways? Yeah, kind of. Um I liked it a lot. It's one of the best looking 3DS games. Um, oh, nice. And the this new one looks in a similar like fun art style as that. Uh, sure. They just keep showing like different cuts of the same trailer every time they show it. So I don't know why they're doing it. And I think it comes out in like early July. So it's like, I, it's the same. It's, it's the same thing again. Uh, so I'll buy that. But I, yeah, I'm excited for uh, the Monster Hunter patch mm-hmm. as well. Um, and that's all I got for the news, but it's very exciting for me. I can't wait yeah. to play Tales of Arise, mm-hmm. the great Ace Attorney one and two. I'll play a fucking judgment sequel. Yeah. No, no questions will. asked. Put that shit that, out. That studio has made it or like that's a day one purchase for me. Yeah. That, that I mean, and is... if they do what I said, they should probably do, which is make judgment the like alternate between judgment and Yakuza have judgment still be the same beat em up style. Have Yakuza be an RPG. Like everybody gets what they want. Hopefully they fix some of the investigations. Hopefully they fix some of the investigations. So yeah, I, I do, especially because judgment came out same day here. I don't know. It didn't. Yakuza 7 came out here. Oh, no, that's not even true. Never mind. I don't know. We'll get this like a year after it comes out in Japan. Speaking of judgment, I guess the uh, the PlayStation... Oh, you already mentioned I did. that. I, I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, so. um, I was just looking at anything coming out this week. Notable, which you mentioned, Genshin Impact. Did you get Nier or no? I did. I'm very excited. Oh, nice. As one of the five people on Earth who played the original Nier and truly loved it, I will play it again and truly love it a second time. I have some stuff coming out here very soon, and I'm very excited. Pokemon Snap? A Pokemon, and then in a couple weeks after that, we got uh, Resident Evil. Uh, And then after that is Mass Effect, which is a week later. Um, And then I guess uh, Assassin's Creed DLC is coming out. Right around Mass Effect as well. Games journalists got Mass Effect today. Nice. Oh, Ma- Bio Mutants coming out May 25th. Yeah, I don't have any faith in that anymore. So mm. I hope it's good. I have not paid attention at all. It was supposed to come out like five years ago. It was supposed to come out five years ago. Uh, but either way, I have full faith that uh, Resident Evil will be good. 
Uh, yes, everyone loves tall vampire ladies. Yeah, the, the internet is really... What I'm excited about that game is not what most people seem to be excited I about that know, game. I don't know, Matt. Uh, you can't hide from me. I know your love of tall vampire women. I like tall women, but I don't know if I like them like 10 feet. 9-6, please. Oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's like They released like four demos. You can go I, like, play like four more demos now. I haven't touched any of the demos. That's just one of those games where I know I'm going to buy it day one. Well, their demos are like not, they're always standalone sure. stories. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we can get into what we have been playing. It looks like yes. you and me played It Takes Two to completion. Yes, we did. Our um, relationship is rock solid now. It's no longer a relationship. <laughs> it's no longer a relationship. relationship. Yes. Relationship. <laughs> I love uh, Dr. No, Hakeem. I, yes, Dr. Hakeem is going to be making an appearance at the end of the year awards as one of my favorite characters. I have a very good feeling about that. He's going to he's going to break the top 3. Also that game will probably be in my top 3 of multiplayer games of the Yeah. Year. I um uh I I still think I know you disagree. I still think the scroll area is my favorite just cuz of the conceptually what happens. I just love mm-hmm. everything that happens with that. I know you weren't into the the shooting aspect and found that kind of tedious and boring. Yes. He owes me a thousand dollars for the squirrel section. <laughs> um, come on, that Street Fighter, f- you fighting the that squirrel. was that was cool. So like, mm-hmm. I I do think this game overall was like pretty good. I, yes. I like I enjoyed playing it with you, and I think it has a lot of like unique, fun mechanics. Like each area having its own unique mechanic, I think was cool. Like near the end, I like the magnet stuff, and like Mm-hmm. uh there was like a time rewinding part that like was pretty cool i the game kind of like crumbled under its own weight at that point because it like wasn't performing as well as it was previously no. at that part and part of it i think was because like all the metal was like fully reflective for some reason which i don't know why you would do that if you couldn't get it up to like a solid frame right seems weird but like yeah i i think for the most part a lot of this game is like just good co-op fun Sure. And I do think there are a few of the areas that maybe went on a little too long, um, but that, you know, that happens. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, the, the only thing that bothers me, and I think this happened with uh, A Way Out as well, is like, <laughs> there is no emotional impact. Like, they are, he is Joseph Forrest in like Hazelight Studios. They are, they are mm. trying they're trying to have these like deep emotional meanings or like, this is going to win a fucking Oscar because this guy's a cop and this guy's in jail and they form a bond. And this one is like, you're repairing your relationship and just, we talked about this during the game, but like the fucking daughter is the reason that her parents got turned into dolls. And there are all these scenes where you're supposed to like feel bad for the daughter or something. And she's just talking to their weird, like comatose bodies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's just more funny than anything. Like, it's just like, (laughs) what the fuck is going on here? And then, so like, it was weird because they they definitely focused all the animation on the two like doll versions of the characters and like they're really emotive and really expressive. So then you get to the fucking end of the game and they're back in their human bodies and it's like, oh, this isn't working for me at all. No. 
this is not working for me. And then it just kind of like ends, you know, like happy ending mm-hmm. style. Obviously everyone assumed that was going to, was going to happen, but it just like, yeah, I don't know as a game. It's fun. And like, I, I hope they keep trying to do things like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, yeah. I, I, part of the story was like, so disconnected from the gameplay for me that I was like, this is so weird. You know, you saying this reminds me, remember Unraveled 2 in like all those cutscenes? Oh, yeah. People must be very confused about what was happening with that as well. I have no idea what was happening in Unraveled 2. At least with this, we knew what was happening. It just did not land. Yeah, like it doesn't land. There was one moment where you and me Hmm. both were like, oh, this one worked. Yes. And that was when they were both still toys, though. So they're all like more emotive and expressive. And like the voice acting was actually kind of good and conveyed what they were going for. And I was like, oh, this scene worked. And then they immediately cut to another scene where you're like, oh, but this one, not even a little bit. It it also I think it helped that the daughter wasn't in it. Yes. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. the, that I think maybe the daughter was bringing things down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think that model was pretty rough uh, mm. for the daughter. Um, also, I, I don't want to like knock on the voice act, like the young voice uh, actor, but like, yeah, you know. I mean, the voice acting overall, I don't think was like anything spectacular. I mean, Dr. Mm-hmm. Hakim was like yelling with a Spanish accent, you know what I mean? Like, he's not mm-hmm. like some amazing voice actor, it's just funny the way it was portrayed, yes. and he always yes. scared the shit out of everyone. Uh, so yeah, like I, it's a fun co-op game. Like I, I think if you have someone to play co-op with that you enjoy playing games with, like you'll have a good time. Um, mm-hmm. and even if they don't play video games that much, I think it's like, well, you know, I don't know. Cause I, I was going to say it's not that punishing, but then if you both die a lot, that would be frustrating. I think. Uh, yeah, but I mean, if you're good enough, because a lot of times, like if one dies and the other, and as long as the other one stays alive, yeah, yeah, fine, then it's, then so. it's fine. Yeah. I think, so, so I, th- I think that would be okay. Yeah. I, I do think you'd be fine. Uh, also, I, I don't think it would be very punishing. We didn't die a ton, but I, no. I, I guess it would come down to like where the checkpoints and stuff are. And we really didn't test that too much because no, we just yeah. did not die much. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I have very positive things to say about it, and I would say like uh, pleasantly surprised that it ended up being a lot better than a way out. Yeah, I mean, I did not really expect anything from this game, and then when mm-hmm. it was reviewing pretty well, I was like, "Whoa, really?" Mm-hmm. Uh, I just sold a million copies uh, to Sweet. beat that threshold, so that's cool for them. Yeah, that's. I mean, I mean, that probably means they're going to keep making these games then. Yeah. As long as EA keeps uh, giving them that money, so. Well, as long as they keep making money, I have to imagine EA is going to be fine with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But it, but at the same time, I'm sure he could go somewhere else if because like Hazel Light isn't owned by EA, so I'm sure he could get the funding elsewhere. So. Um, yeah, uh, that that's that's a takes two, and then I'll just kind of quickly go over what I've been playing. Mm-hmm. I've been just playing Dishonored, considering continuing to make my way through Dishonored. Um, and then I started playing Arkham, Arkham Knight. Or Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Asylum. Sorry. So you're playing um, the wrong one, man. Uh, maybe I'm playing all of them. <laughs> we can't do the spoiler cast on Arkham Knight. We we can. We it can. Would... It would just be me yelling about the plot twist for two hours. Mm. Uh, so, yep. Uh, those two. And I'm playing something else. But I can't remember. It what must I'm be really right good. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? What am I? Oh my god! Wow, this is. It doesn't matter. I, maybe it'll come to me at some point. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm still making my way through that. So. Okay. Sweet. Yeah, uh, n- not a lot going on, but I was kind of busy this week, so I didn't get to play a ton. Yeah. Um, so I continue to play two games that I have been playing. The first one I, ha- I have to talk mm. about Cozy Grove because I gotta get I gotta get this off my chest. This fucking okay. game, dude. I-, I like it, and I think yeah. that it's like a fun, okay game. Uh, but now I am running up against the limitations of the game, and it is mm-hmm. right now I have five quests that I cannot complete because of various things. Uh, just mm-hmm. so like a lot of them are just resources I can't get. I actually have a quest that involves me getting an item from a character I have not unlocked yet. Oh, sweet. Uh, and so it, I literally can't get another quest from this person until I do enough quests for this other person who I don't even have that I won't be able to get for weeks probably. So that's mm-hmm. just like another reward thing down the drain. One of them I cannot get completed because there is currently a bug in the game where you can't get rare seashells in spring or they're like the spawning of them is fucked up. So I can only get common, uncommon and legendary. I need two more fucking rare seashells to complete this quest that I haven't been able to complete for five days. Mm. And in the patch that's coming out, that is fixed. But for some reason, it is taking forever to come out on consoles. And so Hmm. this new patch that's going to come out on consoles alleviates most of the problems I have with this game. And it is that like really common materials only stack up to 30. They are upping that so that they stack to 50 or higher. Um, They are like alleviating the insane storage limitations at the beginning of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, They are making it so that quests give better rewards. And so the early quests don't require as much. So I think I wouldn't even need five fucking rare seashells if the patch came out. Um, But it's for some reason they were able to put it out like right away on iOS, but then for PC and uh, consoles like that, I I don't know what the fuck is going on. Sure. Um, So yeah, like I've still been playing every day, but like today it was just frustrating because it's like, oh, I can complete one fucking quest because everyone else is tied up with things I literally can't even do right now. Um, So that's annoying and I'm waiting for that patch. I I want to like this game more than I do. It's just it is fighting me and I they are at least taking player feedback into account and like trying to do a bunch of quality of life stuff and fix a bunch of issues they know exist. It's weird though, because it's one of those things where like, I don't know how they would know that things are broken in a game that you can, you have to play once a day. So like what Mm -hmm. happens if in four months from now, some mechanic is broken or like some spawning is broken. I mean, I guess the devs would have like an environment to test that, but like not necessarily in like a way that would they would be able to determine that that stuff is broken so i wonder if it's just going to be like a couple months down the line like something comes out and you're like oh this is totally fucked Mm. so i i don't know i'm gonna keep playing it until i just like actually can't advance or whatever because it's not it's like 30 minutes ish a day or whatever to just be like i can't fucking do anything um and then on the other end of the spectrum I played Disco Elysium more so mm-hmm. than the little bit I played last week. It is fucking incredible. It is an incredible video game, and I am mad that I did not play it when it came out. Uh, so there was 
where I really got hooked on the game was I was talking to a really tall, buff, racist man, and he was being shitty to me. And I needed to get into the harbor where a strike was going on. And he was hired by the leader of the union to not let anyone, specifically the scabs, into the the harbor to do work. It's like, okay, but you, you are investigating a murder as a, as a detective, you need to get in there and ask the union leader questions and things. And there were two ways I could complete this. One was I could learn about his shitty race theory. Uh, and I decided I will not become a racist. So my other option was, well, actually there's a third option. You can get in there a different way, but the other option I was presented with at that point was a very low roll chance Mm-hmm. to try to beat the shit out of this man who is twice my size. Mm. I said, I have nothing to lose here. I sure. rolled the dice. I succeeded. I punched him in the jaw. And then I was given the option to either step back, punch him again, or do a flying roundhouse kick. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I said, there's no way this burnt out old detective can do a flying roundhouse kick. I was wrong because I picked that. And then you do a flying roundhouse kick and the dude is down on the ground. And then you can just get into the Harbor. And my partner respected me. I got a trophy for it. It said, you oh, have, nice. you have earned Kim's respect. And I was like, this is tight. And then after that, I got way into the murder and like, it's weird because it's in such a small area. So you like really get to know all of the characters and what this wild world is like. My character is very liberal and I specced into that. And now I get four experience points every time I say something liberal to someone. <laughs> uh, and so like, it's weird because it is about like being there there are a lot of ways you can go like you can be like a shitty degenerate who like does all the drugs you come across and gets wasted and stuff um and i chose more of like a honorable cop who uses their brain scenario outside of roundhouse Mm -hmm. kicking a man in the face uh and so like i like where i'm going because it's like the character's brain is telling them to like do all the drugs you come across and like be a shitty garbage person. And then you go against that. I think that's like pretty rewarding when you are able to get out of that scenario. Um, But the man, the murder mystery is crazy. Like I, when you get really low roles and like figure out things from that, it's crazy. Like in the beginning, the, the murder is like a man was hung in a tree and you assume that it was because he was hung that he died but I worked some fucking magic and figured out those for a different reason that I won't spoil if people are going to play it, but it was like, it's fucking crazy. And now I'm like, I'm looking for specific people to question. And I just got to a point where another area of the city opens up. So I'll have new people to talk to the next time I play it. I, I am really liking it and it is definitely not for everyone. Like it is very text heavy, even though it is, uh, almost all red now. I can't tell if there are specific character lines that aren't read on purpose or if it's because it's a bug because it has a lot of audio bugs on PS5 still. Mm. Um, yeah, but I, I really like it. And it's it doesn't have any combat, so it's basically just like an adventure game with D&D roles. Sure. Um, and you do still get experience points for like completing certain checks or finding certain areas and stuff. Um and I, I just enjoy finding out about that world. And I think the characters are wildly interesting. Um, and yeah, I hope they make another game. 
I, I mean, I know they will, but uh, sure, sure. I, I hope they make another game like this. Um, Where it is like a, you're unraveling a mystery type thing. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they originally were just called Disco Elysium Studio or whatever. And then once mm. Disco Elysium came out, they like got an actual studio name. Uh, sure. So I, they're definitely working on something else. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like it was their fucking first game. And it's like, mm-hmm. I it is amazing. Like to me, there are like some games that you play and you're like, oh, this is like a once in a generation game. And I mean, it would have been the PS4 generation because that's when it came out. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's crazy. Like games like that just don't come out all the time. So I mean, I remember when it came out, people were like people who were really into it. Are like this is one of the best games I've ever played. So. Yeah, it is. It is very good. I I cannot wait to see how it uh, it concludes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I am I am enjoying that. Uh, some exciting news. Um, not me, but like uh, my sister's birthday was Tuesday, mm-hmm. so I bought her Stardew Valley nice. last weekend. So I like last weekend I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna give it to you. So I gave it to her like Friday. I was like, I'm just gonna give this now, so you can play it this weekend and not wait till Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And on Monday she texts me and she was like, I'm addicted. So I was like. <laughs> okay yep yeah which i, I, I yeah I, obviously <laughs> when you play over 600 hours into a set uh animal crossing i kind of assumed which she keeps like texting me and saying ac and when i see ac i'm thinking assassin's creed oh time. i never think that I always so, animal crossing like, so like that's one of those things where i have to get that out of my brain when i'm talking to her because <laughs> she's she's always like referencing ac and i'm like when was that in assassin's creed and i'm like oh wait nope i'm just dumb yeah <laughs> Nope. So I think I need Animal Crossing to change its name from AC. Animal Crossing Dude. existed before Assassin's Creed. Yeah, but like I like Assassin's Creed. Yeah, so but most Animal, Animal Crossing <laughs> Animal Crossing good. sells very well. So it does. Fine. It it they both sell well, but I assume Animal Crossing sells probably better. Uh, probably. Yeah. They also don't come out nearly as frequently. So no, no, that's part of the reason. Mm. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I just so wanted to, I just wanted to mention that because like. She's really into it, and that is not surprising at all. Nope, not even a little bit. <laughs> so, yep. Uh, and I think that's going to do it for the the games we've been playing, and mm-hmm. I guess the game my sister has been playing. Um, I'm kind of curious to see what her the uh, the the amount of hours she's going to have in it. But like Nintendo's really shitty, where you have to like wait like two weeks, and then it'll show the hour count. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like right now, it's just like she first played this seven days ago, and I'm like that. I don't who wants to know this you want to know how many hours you've put into it not like when i first played it yeah stupid that's just i don't know why nintendo does that but whatever mm-hmm. um but are you ready to do frosty i am i will go All grab right. him oh manny needs to go get frosty so he is going to grab frosty right now we did not do a good job preparing I was just too excited to talk about Kesha personally. Oh, I was just confused because it still said surprise. I didn't know if you had changed it oh, to, no, no. to that again I, or if I just didn't delete it. No, I didn't have a surprise this Okay. Week. I just didn't delete it though. I guess we could have done a like a it takes two spoiler cast, but I feel like we already pretty much talked about that. I mean there was really. there was no there's nothing to spoil. I, I guess there's some things to spoil, but like we talked about the game freely anyway, so like there's really like who cares? Okay, I have All picked. Right. Oh god! <laughs> oh god! He, he excited. Uh, I it is Splunky. 
Um, oh, nice. I have recorded an episode of this very podcast entirely Ooh. about Spelunky that was over an hour long. Do you want to just put that at the end of this podcast? And occasionally you can just like splice in me going, oh, we could. Um, Spelunky is one of the greatest video games ever made. That is sure. a claim that I will say right here, right now. Um, Derek, you made it. Mm-hmm. And it is an actual roguelike. Um, and I have read his book about making Spelunky. And that's where I learned all about roguelites and roguelikes and how procedural generation works and all kinds of wild, wild shit. Um, originally, Spelunky started as a freeware download game that Derek, you made for an indie website that he worked on. Um and it was a pretty basic thing. And you just like, you're a little Spelunker man and you go down into the caves and it's very hard. Um, but people ended up really liking it. And so he kept working on it. And then he got a deal to make Spelunky HD, which is the version that most people know Spelunky as mm-hmm. uh, for Xbox Live Arcade. And it was one of the first big Xbox Live Arcade releases uh, other than like Bastion and a couple of other things that people really got way into. Did it come out before or after Braid? Uh, after Braid. Because mm. Braid was another one that like people really got big yeah, into. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Fez is another one that I always think of. As a Which summer, that just came movie. out. It did, uh, yes, on the Switch. It just came out again. Yeah. Uh, and Limbo, I think, is another one of those like that people really got into. Yeah, there were a lot of very good ones early mm-hmm. on um, that really proved that, like, oh, hey, indie games are really good. Yeah. Um, so Spelunky is... I don't know, man. I The original Spelunky I really like, whereas I didn't get as into Spelunky 2. I actually thought last night that I should probably play a bunch more Spelunky 2. I think Hades really kind of hurt Spelunky 2. Uh, I do too, but like I just something about Spelunky 2 didn't draw me into it nearly as much as the first one did, for sure. Um, but I, I think because like you had already scratched that itch from hades and like hades was giving you something that like most roguelikes have never given you that's true aka a story actual story yeah so and like and that did have like really great uh combat that people liked and i mean there was just a lot so i I just think spelunky 2 just had a really hard time you know just kind of i had a hard time you know getting away from getting out of the shadow of uh you know hades the you know last year so yeah um I think part of it is also Spelunky 2's runs are way longer. Like, I think the speed run is like over an hour, whereas the speed run for Spelunky is like three, four minutes. Oh, really? It's that much longer? Yeah, it's wildly longer. Wow. Um, But yeah, I Spelunky at its core is a simple game, and it is just you are a Spelunker trying to get to the bottom of these caves uh, to find the buried treasure. Mm-hmm. And as you go through, you're just like hitting monsters with your whip. Um, You are given like three bombs and three ropes to traverse all of these areas. You start in the mine. I guess it's the caves in Spelunky 1. You go to the jungle. Then you go to the ice caves. Then you go to the temple. And at the end of the temple, you fight um, Olmec, which is a giant floating head. And normally that is the way you go through the game. But Spelunky has so so many things you can do um and i i I have gone over this in the spelunky podcast and people have probably heard me talk about spelunky ad nauseum 
if they know me at all. Uh, but mm-hmm. there are like ways to find secret items in each stage so that then you can go to alternate stages and go to hell. And then you fight Yama, who is the true final boss. And it's like super difficult. Like th- that is the thing about Splunky is it is super difficult. Um, but one of the things that I find to be interesting about it is a lot of games now are rogue likes in that the game rogue, mm-hmm. which now I have seen gameplay of everything is affected everything in the world is affected the same way the player is. So like if a monster ate a poison berry, it would get poisoned or if you ate it, the same thing would happen. If you take fall damage, the monsters will take fall damage, like all that kind of stuff. And Splunky is like that, um, which uh, allows for a lot of like very interesting interactions and like fucking up the terrain and doing all kinds of things. Um, But it also makes it very difficult. So it's really, it's the same reason that I really got into Dark Souls 1 is like you have to really learn what you are doing. Like there are just like things to always keep in mind. Like you should always be carrying a rock so that you can set off traps. Um, you should always learn like the amount of tiles you can fall down without taking fall damage so that you don't get like totally fucked because while you have hearts and can take that many hits, if you hit spikes or certain things, you'll die instantly. And sure. then you just start over. So like there is no getting power-ups there is no getting upgrades or anything like that it's all the upgrades are like the knowledge you have gained there the only part of smoky that's not a true roguelike is that you can unlock shortcuts to get to the later stages to like practice them but then they don't mm. count as a full run so that's just like oh i never get to the ice caves but now i have this secret thing to the ice caves and i can just go there and fuck around um and yeah, like you unlock a ton of different characters, but like they're just a skin, you know what I mean? Sure. So they they have no real uh, meaning behind anything or whatever. It's not like they're going to have like a sicker whip or like more bombs or whatever. Um, and there are just so many things in Spelunky that you just have to learn by playing or like seeing other people do like. I can't, I can't there for a game that is as small and as simple as Blunky is. There's so much in it. Like the fact that if you blow up a giant spider, you get glue, which then allows you to have sticky grenades. Like Hmm. you have to know how every weapon interacts with every scenario. Like you have to know what the machete does. You have to know what the teleporter does. You have to know like that. The jetpack doesn't last forever. And if you go too far, you'll just fucking fall down and die. Like, all these things and yeah i i don't know like it to me spelunky is like the master class of game design and like it is simple enough that you can just get into it but it is very rewarding if you want to put in that time and figure it out and that that's certainly not for everyone like i i get a lot of people talk about how they like tried it when it was really popular back then and bounced off it like i did too back then the reason i ended up getting into it eventually was because there was a sale for it on the Vita and it was like $2 or some shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was around the time that Patrick Klepek was doing Spelunkin with scoops on Mm -hmm. giant bomb. And I I don't know, man, like watching Patrick try to learn that shit day by day and like compete with Chris Remo to see who could get the better daily score really pushed me to be like oh like i should try to play this and that's what pushed me outside of my comfort zone for a lot of games like that's why i gave dark souls a second try and like that's why i will give almost anything a try now 
if it's mm-hmm. like something that's new and I know that like, Oh, I have no idea what this is like. Maybe I will like this. Sure. That's why I want to try resident evil seven to see like, if I would actually enjoy it at all. Yeah. Oh really? You want to try it? Yeah. I, I mean, I can play it. It's on uh it's one of the PlayStation four, like whatever the fuck collection games for PS five. So I can, mm. I, I can play it. Um, but yeah, I Spelunky like made me think about games differently a lot, sure. I guess. And so it's one of those things where like I it is possible I will never have another experience like what I had playing through Spelunky for the first time ever again, because it's just one of those things where it was like it's like, oh, shit, my whole world is opened up. And like, I never would have thought that I would like a game like this. And then I played it for like hundreds of hours. And, sure. and it's like a game that can take five minutes to beat. You know, what I, you know what I mean? Which is a weird thing to say, but it's just like I would smash my head against that game every day for hours being like I can do better or like I mm-hmm. should have approached this differently. And what I think is weird about Spelunky is it's one of those games where it's like you can get mad for sure because you're like, oh, I fucking bounced off the ground into the spike pit and I had eight hearts and I want to snap the controller in half. But like every time it's like it's your fault, like the way everything interacts is it feels like your fault. And I think that's one of the reasons I don't like Spelunky 2 as much is because I think a lot of it feels a lot more random. Um. And like the the beginning areas are a lot more difficult too, I think. So it's just like even more frustrating. Uh, But yeah, like Spelunky 2 still has all those same secrets. And like, I have not looked up any of those still. So like, I don't know how to get to the other stages. I just know that there is like an almost infinite last stage you can go to, to try to get a bunch of money Um, and you can like survive it. Like you have to like go through the credits or whatever. But Um, what do you do with the money? That it's just your score at the end so then you gotta get on the leaderboard um but yeah i like spelunky one is crazy and like people were discovering new things all the time like when you wait in a level for too long to make it so that you have to go to the next level a ghost will come and Mm -hmm. like there's shit you can do with that like if you're doing the daily run to try to go for the most score like if you bring if you like kite the ghost over gold and things like that they will turn into gems to give you more money so you can do what's called uh, ghosting and then get a whole bunch more money on the early stages because it's easy Mm. uh and like the ghost is invincible in theory except that people found out that there was a bug in the coding and if you brought the ghost through lava you could actually kill it um so like people figured that out eventually the whole thing with the co-op eggplant run is insane to me and uh Bananasaurus Rex, like one of the most famous Spelunky speedrunners, did that. Uh, he played co-op with himself to mm. get the eggplant to the end of the game. And if you are able to bring the eggplant, which if it gets hit once will break. Uh, and if you throw it into the final secret boss's mouth, he will die instantly. And there, oh. there is a unique animation to of that happening. And it's just one of those things where like Derek, you put it in there as a joke, thinking that it would never happen. And like years, years after the game came out, people figured he figured it out and like shit like that is why I think Spelunky was crazy. Is it because like I it always blows my mind when there's stuff, the secrets like that in games that don't get found until years later. And it's just because people are that dedicated to playing this game and like it that much that they figure it out. It's like how this the speed running record of Mario Brothers one keeps getting broken, even though every time they say it's theoretically impossible for it to be broken again. Sure. Uh, but people just play Mario so much and like the original Mario so much that they figure it out. Um, 
yeah and i think it says a lot that like i read a book about this game's game development because it's just like that normally is like pretty boring stuff that is not that interesting but like i just the way the procedural generation works the way every stage works out so that it can always be completed and has to have certain elements uh i I think is like fascinating and really speaks to why so many people resonate with it as a game and it's because it's one of those things where it's like this was Derek Yu's whole world, man. Like he put everything he had into making this game and it shows that like it is everything about it shows that he like thought about it endlessly and like made sure that everything was like near perfect and worked in unison to like make this wild, crazy thing. Right. Um, and yeah, I like, I don't know. I could talk about Splunky forever, but like, I don't want to go into specifics about it or anything, but that, I mean, that's what I have to say. I think I, I I do want to mention, like if, if you liked this game, then you absolutely need to check out the documentary. Oh yeah. It wasn't necessarily, well, actually it was Splunky. It was, yeah, it was, it was Derek. You, yeah. Well, I was trying to remember if it was Derek, you, if it was a Derek, you documentary, if it was a Splunky documentary. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was that was from no clip and um as someone who's not really a big fan of the game i still love that documentary mm-hmm. and uh the one thing that i always take away is when he talks about the the damsels mm-hmm. and how there was like a lot of complaints about the damsels and how it was a little sexist and like and derek you was trying to figure out a way around that because like he didn't want to get rid of the damsels so then what he came up with was adding in hunks yes and i love uh, i love the hunks and then but you then can you pugs and then you can do dogs and you, I remember you did the dog because mm-hmm. why wouldn't you bring a dog in? Yeah. And then uh, there was the secret one, the sloth, mm-hmm. uh, which I also love in, uh, in Spelunky two, they did remove the damsels and the hunks and it's just animals. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, I like, I love all that stuff. In Spelunky yes, yes. One. It's so dumb. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just thought that was just like a very uh, fun way to do it rather than like, you know, like, him acknowledging that like yeah this is not probably great because like damsels in distress and stuff Mm -hmm. that is definitely something that like you don't want to have in your games and media but like if you can figure out a way around it where and he found a very clever fun way to do that Mm -hmm. so you know but yeah i mean like you watch that documentary and you'll have a lot of respect for for derek you and yeah like he's just a very genuine person and like when people ask him to come on their podcast and stuff like he generally is super accommodating like and he Mm -hmm. just is a very genuine dude and like sure. um, that that no clip documentary has a lot of stuff that he goes more in depth in in his book as well. And like mm-hmm. that is, I don't know. It's just very. It was a very interesting read. Like a lot of those yeah. boss fight books are like a game journalist talking about how like a game meant a lot to them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But very few of them are like the actual game developer being like, "This is how I made this game. This is why I made this game." Um, mm-hmm. And so that is really cool. Yeah, and I remember he made the game in like Game Maker, which is just like mm-hmm. this very like basic game making software. But like, because he's not much, a, he's not much of a programmer. He's just not into that. He just wanted to play around, and then he all of a sudden was like, "Oh, this is kind of good," and and it just kind of spiraled from there. So, mm-hmm. and I'm sure he made a lot of money on that game. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, Splunky still sells a lot of copies, and like now it's on the Switch and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it might not be yet. I think I can't remember if it was coming out last summer or this summer. Uh, it was weird because Spelunky two, Spelunky two was coming out not. first, and then Spelunky was coming out quarter two or three this year. Okay, yeah, because I know um, they had announced I, it. 
I did look it up. Sadly, the Twitch views are not great for Spelunky. Oh, not anymore. Yeah, that's for no. sure. Only like three people are watching Spelunky. Well, yeah, and like right now, most people who play Spelunky are probably playing the new Binding of Isaac uh, expansion anyways. Because those yeah, and, have a lot of crossover. And that and just came out. Spelunky 2 only had 177. So yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, Spelunky 2 just never took off. Yeah um so yeah i mean that's all i have to say about it Mm -hmm. like it like i said i talk a lot about it in more specifics in that very early episode of the podcast uh for like over an hour Mm -hmm. so if you want to hear more specifics you can go uh listen to that hot banger from back in the day Mm -hmm. uh and so with that i think that'll do it for us here Uh, i have one more thing what is that uh, don't forget uh, Sunset Overdrive 2. Uh, get the hashtag out, please. <laughs> God damn it, Matt. <laughs> I forgot about that. I saw you name the podcast that. I did last week. Yeah. Hey, I appreciated it. Uh, yeah, I mean, hashtag, <laughs> hashtag Sunset Overdrive 2. I don't really care that much. I did like Sunset Overdrive 1, but for, uh-huh, for uh-huh. Matt, make that trend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to tweet it out because I don't really tweet anymore, but like if someone else can, that'd be great for me. Yeah. Thank you. The devs will love that. (laughs) So with that, that'll do it. Um, But we will be back next week. Um, As always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. Excellent chiptune band. Check them out. Uh, And you can check us out next week. Peace out. Peace out.